The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Often, we go through life thinking we are the only person in the world shouldering problems, stress, depression, and anxiety. What we don't always realize is that there are plenty of people dealing with many of these same issues in their lives. Welcome to Stream in the Desert with your host, Dr. Rita Huang. In today's program, we hope you will find a story that matches feelings and issues that you've been dealing with. In the resolutions of these issues, our hope is that you will also find the inspiration you need. Now, here is Dr. Rita. Have you had any problem with relationships? It could be you are having problem with your spouse, children, adult children, employee, students, or friends. You wonder what seems to be the problem. You think that you're doing everything right, but you still have problems with relationships. Today, I'm going to tell you an analogy story about a hippopotamus and an elephant. The hippopotamus nickname is Hippo, and elephant's nickname is Ali. Then I will use real-life examples to illustrate the meaning of the story. The examples are not reflecting the real cases. You may be able to see yourself in some of the real-life experiences. The hippo story may give you some insight about your particular situation. Stay tuned for the story. It was a beautiful sunny day. Hippo and Ellie decided to go outside in the field to get some fresh air. Hippo spot the seesaw from far away and he suggests riding on the seesaw. They both run as fast as they could and get on the seesaw. Hippo wants to go up and down like it's supposed to. But Ellie doesn't push. She only sits there. Over and over, Hippo pushes with his powerful legs. But usually, the most he can get is to make the seesaw balance midway off the ground. Sometimes he gets very frustrated and pushed hard, sending Ali's side down. But because she doesn't push her side, the seesaw is soon balancing again. Hippo doesn't know what to do. He yells at her, blames her, urges her to put equal effort in pushing the seesaw. But nothing changed. She simply refuses to cooperate. He wonders if she's deaf or she doesn't love him. Oh, what's the problem? Ellie knows that Hippo is upset at her, so she gets full set, and she's unable to push. He can get off the seesaw and walk away, but he loves Ellie. He doesn't want her to seesaw with anybody else. After struggling for a while, Hippo decided not to worry whether Ellie is putting effort on her side. He just focused on what he can do. So he pushes as hard as he can on his side, and his side landed on the ground. Ellie's side is up in the air. Before you knew it, Ellie began to slide all the way down to Hippo's side of the seesaw. Pl- 
she lands right on top of Hippo. Both Hippo and Ellie laugh and laugh and laugh so much that they both fall off the seesaw. It is so much fun. How does the Hippo story apply to husband-wife relationship, parents and child relationship, parent-adult children relationship, employer-employee relationship, teacher and student relationship, or any relationship between two human beings? I'll talk about each of this relationship with the hippo story as an illustration. Couple relationship. Some couples demand equality in their relationship. When one does a good deed, the other partner wants a favor in return. It is much the same way like the hippo in the story. If he gives a push, he expects Ali to push in the same effort. However, if Ali gives the same effort, they will be balancing the seesaw so. So that it is flat rather than going up and down. Hippo decides to focus on what he can do rather than what Ali is not doing, and things began to change. Since he uses full strength on his side, Ali's side goes up in the air. The seesaw is slanted so much that he she landed, she ended up sliding towards Hippo and lands on top of him. They laugh and laugh so much that they both fall off the seesaw. In a couple's relationship, unless one is willing to give sacrificially without expecting anything in return, the battles goes on, sometimes for years. But when one chooses to give without expecting anything in return, the relationship will slowly start to heal and move forward. Hopefully, one day the receiving partner will. Respond to the giving partner's unconditional love and attention. When both partners exercise a giving attitude with no expectation from the other, the relationship begins to grow, and over time, will grow deeper and become a safe place. Let's look at a situation where the husband and wife were fighting. The husband expected his wife to keep the house clean when she was messy. He decided not to help her because it's not fair for him to clean up after her. The wife expected her husband to help her with the housework. When he stopped helping her, she felt unloved and she got mad at any little thing he did. They fought with each other daily, whether it was about the kids, house chores, habits, or pretty much about everything. The husband decided to go for counseling to seek advice on how to deal with his lazy and crazy wife. After meeting with him for a while, I told him the hippo story, and he began to try something different. Instead of complaining to his wife that she was the one that had problem, he decided to be the solution of the problem. Since he liked the house to be clean and organized, he would try to vacuum, dust, and organize the house. He asked God to give him a servant heart, to initiate cleaning tasks to do on his own. He would do it sacrificially without asking anything in return. Miracles began to happen. His wife was not angry at him as much. She even tried very hard to keep the house in order to please him. She would sit by him while he was watching TV. She was responding to his unconditional love, even though she was messy. He still loves her. Their relationship improved so much when the husband was willing to take his first move to give sacrificial love. 
it was a much better outcome. In another situation, the husband and wife scream and yell at each other often. The husband said, "I can't believe you just make plans with the kids without me. You don't respect me. You're supposed to discuss with me first. I'm often in the outfield in our home." The wife said, "Since you said you were not going to go with us, we just made plans without you. Why do you have to get mad at everything? It makes me sick when you get mad. Why can't you talk to me nicely?" You're like an alligator that has rough skin that pokes you all the time. You know it's hard to hug alligator. The husband was mad. Since his wife could not respect him, he decided not to have anything to do with her. He either gave her silent treatment or blew up at her. The wife did not feel loved from her husband, so she became critical with everything he was doing. The husband felt that it was not fair for him to give her love. Unless she could respect him, the wife, on the other hand, determined not to give her husband respect because she thought he should earn it by being nice and giving her affection. Since both of them wanted to be fair and equal in their relationship, they decided to insist their way, and the battle continued. They would give each other silent treatment for a while, and then they would blow up and yell at each other. So in their household. You could hear screaming matches between the husband and wife, among kids, between parents and kids. What a mess! After months of counseling, they began to recognize their selfishness by demanding the other person to change rather than looking into themselves. I told them the hippo story to help them to learn to give each other sacrificially. I had them write down things their spouse could do to make them feel cherished. They were learning to give rather than take from their partners. The next few stories are more examples of couples that underwent similar relationship issues. See if you can identify with any of these disagreements in your own relationship. Once there was a wife who was so excited she ran into the room while her husband was watching TV. She told him that she passed her exam and she was going to graduate. Instead of praising the wife, the husband said, "I encourage you along the way. I help you correct your papers. I babysit for you when you went to class. You see, since he wanted to get credit from her achievement, he made her felt like it was not her that had the accomplishment. The husband always wanted to match up with his wife. If she was the winner, he wanted to be one also. Being a hero to help his wife to succeed." They make him like a winner. In reality, however, he was a loser, because he wounded his wife's heart and left scars that were difficult to forget. If the husband loved his wife unconditionally, and was willing to acknowledge her accomplishment without taking any credit, he probably would have made his wife happy and captured her heart. Another time, a wife told her husband. I have no regret. I stay home with my kids. They're turning out to be young people who love God and others, and they're very successful in their careers. It was worthwhile to spend every single minute of their waking hours with them. The husband replied, "I spend a lot of time with them. Also, I listen to them and do things with them." Instead of praising his wife for doing such a good job with the kids, 
He had to compete with her for being the better parents. Why couldn't he just acknowledge her achievements? He may have won over the battle, but he lost her. It left scars in her heart and created resentment inside. Once there was a husband who walked in the house and said, I did so much today. I mowed the lawn, I fixed the door, I cleaned the garage. He went on and on begging about all the contribution had made to the house. The wife interrupted him by saying, I cleaned up the kids' room and watered the flower garden. They began to brag about each other's contribution to the extent of almost getting into fights. If only the wife just acknowledged his accomplishment rather than trying to compete with him who's doing more, it might have been a different outcome. Even if she had talked about her contributions, she could have said that they both contribute to their family. Do any of these situations sound familiar? You see, loving another person unconditional without expecting anything in return or without competition is not easy. Everyone likes to win and be better than another person. If you insist you want to win in a relationship, you end up losing. If you're willing to lose, you end up winning. When you lose, you actually win over your partner's heart. When there's a hard connection between both of you, you feel loved. The theme of the hippo story is to give unconditional love to someone. When you do that, you end up having more. When you insist to be the winner in a relationship or expect your partner to give what you want, you end up losing. When you try to win, you damage the other person's heart, which creates resentment and builds a wall between both of you. So now that we have gone through the ways the hippo story applies to couples' relationships, I would like to highlight how the hippo story also applies to parents and child relationship. How does the hippo story apply to the parent and child relationship? Sometimes parents set expectations on their kids and expect them to meet those expectations. When the expectations are not met by the child, the parents get upset and angry at the child or teenagers. Some parents expect the kids to fulfill their own dream and to accomplish what they could not accomplish. A father was not good at sports as a child, expects his son to be good at sports in a way to achieve for him. A mother who was not a good student as a child demands her kid to get good grades to make up for what she didn't have. Or a mother who always wanted to be a dancer forces her daughter to take dance lessons and wanted her to be the best. Or a father who had critical and abusive parents becomes critical towards his own children. When they're unable to meet his expectations, he yells and puts his kids down, just like his own parents. Let's take a short break. Stay tuned for the show. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. 
She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an e-book. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit trinitychristiancounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. A child comes to this world as an innocent and beautiful baby who relies on parents who love and affirm them unconditionally. If the parents can only love the child when they miss the expectation, the child will try very hard to please the parents. However, if the child is only behaving for somebody else, the motivation inside the child is not long-lasting. When a child is not self-motivated in doing a certain activities, he'll be so stressed out that he will eventually give up. When he gives it up, his parents will even get angry at him. He feels inadequate when he disappoints his parents. This is because kids always think that parents are good and right. If parents are good, and then he must be bad. If he can't meet parents' expectation, that means he's bad and stupid. When he loses confidence within himself, he'll struggle more and more along the way. If you love your child only when he meets your expectation, you may be winning at, at the time by making your child do what you want him to do, but in the end, you lose as a parent. You have raised a child with low self-esteem. Since he cannot achieve your goal for you, you end up losing anyway. For example, a mother has siblings that were very successful in their careers. She felt like she had to measure up with his brothers and sisters when it came to raising her own son. She wanted him to get good grades, 
and go to medical school like her brothers and sisters. Since she did not get into medical school herself, she wanted her son to be in medicine. She gave her home, him homework to make sure he was advanced in his class. The child managed to be a good student and enter medical school, but deep inside, he wanted to be a firefighter. Because it was not what the son wanted to do, he had a hard time getting through medical school. It was so stressful that he quit medical school. His mother, of course, was very angry at him because he could not fulfill her dream. The son felt so depressed that he attempted to commit suicide because he felt like a failure, that he could not achieve what she wanted him to achieve. You see, the mother may have won temporarily while the son was growing up, but in the long run, she lost his son's love and respect. Her son had a low self-esteem because he could not value his own achievement. Here's another example of a parent who loved her son unconditionally and had a different outcome. This mother was a single mom because her husband died of a motorcycle accident. She had to work two janitorial jobs in order to have enough money to support herself and her son. She always believed that her son would be very successful someday. She would love him unconditionally. If they only had one bowl of cereal left, she would give it to her son. If her son failed in a class, she would get help for him. She believed his son would do better next time. He said to her son, "Failure is the key to success. You know, people who are successful are not because they're smarter; it's because they don't give up." His mother's word of encouragement and un- unconditional love gave him strength to keep trying and not to give up. He knew his mom still loved him even when he failed. Because his mother loved him so much, he was determined to be successful to make his mom proud of him. He stayed in the library every day after school when his mother was at work. He read so many books in the library when everyone else was playing. When he did not understand his schoolwork, he would find anyone to help him. Later on, he got accepted into medical school, and he was on the way to becoming a physician. His mother's unconditional love gave him the power to keep moving forward, to reach to his goals. Let's look at the two kids that brought up by the two different mothers. The first mother exercised power over the child and wanted him to be what she wanted him to be in his career. She was angry at the child when he failed. Since the child did not experience unconditional love from her. He could only feel good about himself when he could meet his mother's expectation. He felt unloved when he disappointed his mother. When he lost his confidence in himself, he was not able to live up to his full potential and be successful. The mother was just like Hippo, who demanded Ali to do things his way. Ali was so nervous that she could not function well. They ended up balancing the seesaw. Had no fun at first. When he decided to just do his part and not worrying about whether Alice doing her part, it ended up a better outcome. Alice slid down all the way to his side, and they have a good time. The second mother loved her son sacrificially and unconditionally. She did not force her son to do what she wanted. She trusted her son would be successful as long as she loved him, no matter what. When her son failed. 
She tried to support him and encourage him instead of scolding at him. Because of his mother's love, he was able to turn his failure into success. His mother's unconditional love caused him to keep trying and not to give up. Besides, his mother allowed him to choose what he wanted to do in life. She just provided him with the environment where he could learn on his own. She did not force her son to compensate what she did not have. Her son became very successful because he had confidence in himself, as he knew his mother had confidence in him. His mother believed in God, and she prayed for her son constantly. She knew God would take care of her son. She trusted God in good times and in bad times. She asked God to pour out His love on her, so she could love her son unconditionally, the way God loves her. This shows another example of how Hippo and Ali benefit from not forcing each other to be someone that they are not. So let's talk more about the way Hippo's story relates more to the parent-child relationship, especially when the child grows up to become an adult. Let's talk about how this Hippo story can be applied to parent and adult-child relationship. Our children belong to God. He just entrusted them with us for eighteen years or more. So that we will raise them to be an independent adult. Once a person becomes an independent adult, one has to make his or her decisions. When parents jump in and help them to make decisions and exercise power over their adult children, they end up losing them. Instead, if parents play the supportive role and be there when the kids needs them, and allow them to do things their way, they maintain a good relationship. When parents set expectation on their adult children and expect them to do things their way, they push their adult children away. In some situations, the adult children decide not to have any relationship with their controlling parents. The parents end up losing the kids and grandkids anyway. Once a couple with adult children came to see me because they could not see the kids and grandkids anymore. I tried to understand and empathize with their feelings. They told me that they used to be close to their son and daughter-in-law when they first got married. They even had the key to the house when they were they could go in any time to the house. However, once the baby was born, the children got upset at them constantly. The mother cried because she realized she gave too much input in their decision making, especially in, in regards to the grandchild. She realized she needed to respect them more. The father, however. Still thought that he had the right to come to visit his son and grandson any time he liked it to be. He still told them what to do in different situations. Since the parents did not respect their son as an adult, he was able to make decision on his own. The power struggles went on. Ultimately, there was a separation between the son's family and them. If the parents had been able to give their son unconditional love and allow them to make mistakes. And to be his own person, they would not have lost the relationship. In the hippo story, hippo decided not to push Ali to do what he wanted her to do. Instead, he gave her unconditional love by just focusing on what he could do to support Ali. This is the ultimate key to preserve the peace among those often conflicted relationships. Here's another example of a parent with adult children. These parents respect their adult children. They let. The adult children decide on what they could, when they could visit them. They only came to help when the adult children needed them. They let them take the lead in their decision making. 
They made suggestions at times, but they never imposed on them. Their way was the right only way. They continued to give sacrificial love to their adult children by giving them the time, emotional support, and were there for them when they needed help. Their adult children respected them because they were respected by their parents. They continued to love them unconditionally, even though sometimes they made the wrong decision. They allowed their adult children to experience failure on their own, so they could learn from it. The adult children learned to trust and respect their parents. They would not let anyone babysit their children except the grandparents. That many family gatherings and there's so much fun to see the grandkids kids were growing, and the adult children were growing along with the kids. So. Why was the first set of parents were able to see their adult children and the grandkids anymore? Why the second set of parents had such a good relationship? The second set of parents was like the hippo in the story, who decided to love their adult children unconditionally and not force them to do what they wanted them to do. They allowed them to make decisions and made mistakes on their own, no matter what happened. Their parents were always there to support them and give them love unconditionally. These parents ended up having such a good time with their adult children and grandchildren. Hippo and Ali had a good time at the end because Hippo was able to let go of his own agenda and gave it all to Ali and just love her the way she was. So you can see now that the Hippo story applies to multiple layers of relationship and throughout different generation of family relationship. But does the hippo story apply to the relationship outside the family, such as employer and employee relationship? Of course, it does. Let's look at the relationship between a boss and employee. Do you have trouble man- managing your employee? Do you feel like they don't listen and respect you? They may listen to you, but they never invite you to join in any social function. You feel isolated at work. In fact. The employees seem to walk a roundabout way to the desk just to voice in you. They all look unhappy at work. You feel annoyed going to work every day, dealing with a whole bunch of immature adults. If only they were more respectful, it would make your job easier. Let's take a short break. Stay tuned for the rest of the story. Voice counts. Call toll free one eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven one eight six six four seven two fifty seven eighty seven. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with, as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is "The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw" and other parables from Christian counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Doctor Rita likes to hear about your concerns, so she can pray for you. 
you can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit trinitychristiancounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. Have you ever thought that you may not be your employee that needs to change, but it could be you that needs to change? Your employees need to know that you care and respect them as a person. If you demand them to do what you want them to do without listening to their concerns, they may be submissive to you because you are their boss. Inwardly, they may be resentful towards you. Of course, employees lose their motivation to create and to feel prideful for what they do. They're just doing it for the sake of doing it. The motivation to achieve to the highest level is not there. Just like the hippo demands Ali to do things his way and gets, gets upset at her. She ends up unable to meet his expectation because she's so nervous that hippo was, is upset. If you follow hippo's example, and do your best to be the supporter to your employee, allow them to grow in their own way, listen to their concerns, accept some of their good ideas, encourage them when they make a mistake, help them when they need help. Your employee will probably end up really respecting you. They will do their best to honor you and to work to their full capacity to achieve to the highest level in their job. Here are the two examples of two different bosses. Boss number one set an agenda of what needs to be done in his own way. When one of his employees, John, thought of a more efficient way to handle the task, the boss ridiculed his ideas. He refuses to let John do things his way, even though he can accomplish the job more efficiently. It is because John's way is not his way. John does his work according to what his boss tells him. But he struggles along the way as he encounters many problems throughout the whole process. He may obey his boss outwardly, but he hates his boss inwardly. 
He does not want to put his full energy in his work, just enough to get his paychecks. His boss is frustrated because John and other employees are not motivated to do a better job at work. They have to be pushed to go into each step. Let's look at the second boss who cares for the employees in a personal and professional level. Instead of forcing his employee to do things his way, he always listens to their ideas. He may not do what they want to do, but he will listen to them and occasionally take their ideas. It allows him, his employee to run the program to their full capacity. He'll be there to help them when they need help. If they make mistakes, he may be upset for a moment, but he will always be there to encourage them and help them. He told himself that if his employee is not doing well, it's because he's not a good boss for them. He keeps giving them unconditional support. The employees are faithful to the company and none of them wants to change jobs. It is because his boss followed the HIPPO principle by doing his best to give unconditional support to staff rather than demanding them to do things his way to exercise his power like the first boss. It ended up the second company flourishes in their business while the first one struggles. So far, we have discussed how the HIPPO story applies to couples, parent-child, parent-adult children, employer-employee relationship? Does it apply between a teacher and a student? Yes, the HIPPO story also applies to teacher and student relationship. We're going to look at the dynamic of relationship between students and teachers. Let's use the name Nancy as a high school student. She had trouble with algebra class as she failed a couple of tasks at the beginning of the school year. Nancy was a straight-A student, so she was devastating when she had two bad grades on her math test. She decided to go to talk to her math teacher and ask her for help. His teacher just told her that she needed to study harder. He said, if you do all the homework problems and listen in class, you should be able to do well in the test. Nancy was in tears when she walked out of his teacher's classroom. She did all the homework and she listened and took notes in class, but she still failed in her math test. She was hoping that her teacher could help her. Instead, the teacher made her felt like she was stupid when she could not understand math. Pretty soon, she was not only losing her confidence in her math class, she failed in science and English class also. There was another student, let's use the name Mary, who was taking geometry class with another teacher, Miss Thompson. Mary could not understand how to solve the geometry problems, so she failed in her first math class. Mary decided to go to see Miss Thompson and ask for help. Miss Thompson told her to come after school so she could help her. So Mary stayed after school twice a week to get extra help from Miss Thompson. In spite of the extra help she was receiving, she still failed in the next test. She felt so ashamed that she disappointed Miss Thompson, so she went to Miss Thompson to apologize to her. Miss Thompson comforted her and told her that she would try to teach Mary a different way. She strongly believed that she failed as a teacher if her student failed. She kept giving Mary time, sacrificially and unconditionally, after school to help Mary with her geometry. Mary loves Miss Thompson so much that she would work very hard in this class to please her teacher. 
One day, she got an A in her test. She was so excited, she hugged Miss Thompson. Mary became very good in geometry towards the end of the school year. You know, Miss Thompson's unconditional love towards Mary inspired her to be a teacher just like Miss Thompson. You know what? Today, Mary is a math professor in a college. You see, the first teacher belittled his student when she failed in her algebra class. The student was so discouraged that she lost her confidence in math and other subjects. Her teachers made her feel stupid, so she gave up trying. The second teacher, Miss Thompson, gave her student unlimited, undivided attention that gave her the courage to keep trying. Miss Thompson did not give up on her, so she would not, so she would not give up trying. Ultimately, she conquered her fear and did well in the class. Miss Thompson followed Hippo's principle to give unconditional love and attention that caused Mary not to give up on math. Mary even became a math professor because of Miss Thompson. So far, we have looked at how the Hippo story applies to relationship between couples, parent-child, parent-adult children, employer-employee, and teacher-student. Now let's look at how the Hippo story applies to any relationship between two human beings, such as relationship between two friends. If you expect your friend to tune in your needs and help you all the time, your friends will tired of being with you. In order to build a close relationship with your friend, you also need to give to your friend, especially without expecting anything in return, like the hippo in the hippo story. Your friend will be touched by your kindness and sp- respond to you positively. Your friends may unconditionally hurt you at times if you forgive them and try to love them anyway. You win over their heart, and they will want to be loyal to your relationship. Let's think of an example when a friend gave another friend unconditional love and had a good outcome. Let's use the name Mary and Lisa. They often had disagreement and they would not talk to each other for a while. But when Lisa found out Mary's husband was dying, Lisa came over to babysit her kids while she was in the hospital. She cooked for the kids and cleaned up the house for her. When Mary came home from the hospital, she would. Have good food on the table and listen to her about her frustration and fear. Lisa even cried with Mary during the day when the kids were at school. She sometimes accompanied her to the hospital to give her emotional support at times. After Mary's husband died, Lisa remained a good supporter for Mary. She often said, "You don't know who your friends are until they are you are in crisis." Lisa followed Hippo's principle to love Mary with all her heart and not expecting anything in return. Mary responded to her positively, and they became best friend forever. In another situation, two young men at war together. They were on the front line fighting against the enemies. Let's use the name John. He saw that a soldier from the enemy was approaching his friend. He jumped over and locked him down. Because of that. His friend did not get hurt, but John got shot in his leg. His friend carried him to a safe place and helped him with the wound. John saved his friend's life, and his friend helped him with his wound. They cared for each other and were willing to give sacrificial and unconditional love to each other. 
like the hippo in the hippo story. They became best friends to each other for the rest of their lives. They talked to each other once a week, even though they were not living in the same state. As you can see, that the principle in the hippo story is powerful. When you give unconditional love to others, they love you back. As you can see, the hippo story applies to couples' relationship, parent-child relationship, parent-adult-children relationship, employer-employee relationship, teacher-student relationship, and pretty much any relationship between two human beings. There's one exception. It does not apply to situations where you're being abused. If that's the case, you probably need to find a counselor to help you. Let's learn from the hippo story. Hippo exercised power over Allie and wanted her to change to make him happy. He gets stuck in this pattern for a while until he realizes it is impossible to change Allie. Then he decides to just focus on what he can do to change. When he puts his focus on himself, yes, he was a lot happier. It is because fixing another person is a dead-end road. One is only in control of fixing oneself. Exercise power over someone usually ends up with a negative outcome. Remember the mother who exercised power over her son and wanted to go to medical school for her? The son ended up attempting to commit suicide. How about the husband who demanded his wife to respect him without changing himself? He lost his wife's respect. Remember the parents who demanded that adult children to do things their way? They ended up losing the relationship with their adult children and grandkids. Remember the boss who exercised power over his employee that ended up creating a hostile environment at work? In the contrary, the ones that follow Hippo's principle by allowing the other person to be him or herself and just be there to support them had a better outcome. Like the husband who was willing to change himself, the mother who loved his son even when he failed, the parents who allowed their adult children to make their own decisions, and a friend who was willing to give his life to his friend, a much better outcome. They follow Hippo's principle to focus on changing themselves, and the broken relationship began to change with them. In a Hippo story, Hippo also recognized that he and Ali are two different individuals that are not made to be the same. The more he wants to compete with Ali to win, the more he's losing. Alice becomes so nervous and distressed that he cannot function when Hippo yells, blames, or angry at her. In a relationship with another human being, the more you try to win, the more you will lose. If you're willing to lose, you end up winning because you're winning over the heart of another person rather than the situation. Remember the husband that wanted to take credit of the wife's achievement? He made his wife felt very little that she could not do it herself without his help. It was not only damaging her self-esteem, it created resentment in her heart and forever left scars in their relationship. How about the mother who wanted to win the battle with his son by forcing him to go along with her way? She ended up losing him. The parents that wanted to win over all the arguments, arguments with their adult children ended up losing them at the end. The boss insisted his way was the only way, ended up losing the trust and cooperation from his staff. Those who follow Hippo's principle by losing end up winning. Like the husband who humbled himself, won over his wife's heart. The mother who allowed her son to fail 
end up winning her son's respect and love. Her unconditional love gave him the strength to keep trying and not giving up. The parents who allowed their adult children to be on the upper hand in their decision-making ended up earning their love and respect. The soldier who was willing to give his life to his friend ended up winning his friend over. The teacher that gave her student time sacrificially ended up the student followed her career path and became a math teacher like her. It is exactly like Hippo, who decided to give Ali unconditional and sacrificial love, and they ended up with a happy ending. Hippo and Ali were having a good time. Let's take a short break. Stay tuned for the rest of the show. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit trinitychristiancounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. How can a person try to love another person unconditionally? 
It's almost impossible to do, to do that because most people are very self-focused. If you don't believe me, let's look at this example. If you're looking at a group picture with you in it, whom do you look at first? 100% of the people have told me the same answer. Me. How can a person who's self-focused be able to love another person unconditionally? It's almost impossible to do that. The person has to have someone who loved him unconditionally before he has extra love to give to others. If an individual's love tank is empty, he'll have nothing to give. Only God can give us unconditional love by filling our love tanks. God demonstrates his unconditional love by allowing his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross to set us free from sin. He can fill your love tank all the way to the top, even to the extent of spilling, so you can have extra love to give to others. We can try to give unconditional love, and we may be able to do it at, at times, but we cannot do it every time. Without God's help, we'll have a hard time to love others without expecting anything in return. But with God, we're able to love others selflessly and sacrificially. If you have never received God's unconditional love, you can just pray and ask God to forgive your sins and come into your heart to be the Lord of your life. You do not have to work hard to earn your love from God. He just gives it to you if you ask for it. If this is the prayer of your heart, you'll be filled with God's love. He loves you no matter what. Because He first loved us, we're able to love. I love to hear from you so I can pray for you. My email address is care at dr rita.com At this time, I would like to acknowledge Dr. Michael and Dr. Rochelle Kang for sponsoring the airtime of this show. They want to dedicate this show to honor their little princess, Miss Malia Kang, for her one-year birthday. I hope today's show is helpful for you. Come join me for the next show. I'll be telling you the cow story. You may see yourself in the story, and I hope it will challenge you to see your relationship differently. Until next time, take care, and may you find streams in your desert. Thank you for joining us this week for Stream in the Desert. Be sure to return next Sunday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, or on demand anytime for another story and program with Dr. Rita on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 